Arlen, please. <laughs> Jeez. You can, you can tell it's New Year's Eve around this household. All right. Thank you very much, boxing fans around the world, for joining us here on Talk and Fight, uh, the last episode of the Friday night panel of 2021. And uh, before we get going, uh, because it is the end of the year, I would like to say uh, a thank you to all the hosts and all the guests who did appear on Talk and Fight throughout the year since our inception uh, in the October month prior. So what, what year is that, 2020? So yeah. we've been on for nearly a year and a half now and uh, and doing quite well. I just wanted to say thanks to all those hosts and guests who have helped us get this far. Uh, on this particular episode, uh, you know, we want to have a quick look back on 2021. So we may as well say right off the hop, uh, quick little uh, final farewell to those, uh, those boxers who have laid down their boxing gloves and passed um you know uh there were quite a few of them uh yeah, i remember so. yeah so I, it is a year of view i thought i'd start off by saying thank you to those who passed on and uh i know they're enjoying their journey wherever they may be right now um they're in the, they're in the ring in the sky <laughs> the big ring in the sky for sure they are without a doubt um the way the way I kind of had this going was uh, well, first of all, I thought there'd be more guys joining us. They said they would be joining us, but I guess uh, it being New Year's Eve, here we are, Mike. Um, I, I just got a couple of best of this and best of that uh, in my own little mind. Uh, but before I even say another word, how you doing, Mike? <laughs> I'm great. I'm great. I'm great. Uh, there's there's not much to report on uh, tonight about the fights except for the one card tomorrow. Uh, yeah. So might as well touch base on that, get that over sure. with. Uh, yes, the Ortiz and Martin card. Um, this is going to be this is going to be a great showdown, guys. It's going to be a great first fight for the beginning of the year. Uh, you know, the weigh-in was not of any concern to any of the ten participants on the five fights. All heavyweights uh, are going to be going on uh, Saturday evening. Seminole Hard Rock. Uh, you know, Miami Ortiz. He's weighed in at 243.4 pounds, the heaviest of his career for his first fight since a 45-second wipeout of Alexander Flores nearly 14 months ago. Uh, that fight represents his long ring appearance, uh, lone ring appearance for the Cuban Southpaw, who turns 43 in March uh, since his repeat knockout loss to the then-unbeaten WBC heavyweight titleist Deontay Wilder in November of 2019. So... Uh, yeah, and his opponent, the Martin, has weighed in at 246.2 pounds for the first fight since the pandemic. Uh, the St. Louis native, now based out of the greater Los Angeles area, has been out of the ring since February of 2020 uh, with a stoppage win over Gerald Washington, who also appears on Saturday's show. Uh, and, and then in that co-feature, who we talked about uh, during the week, man, Frank Sanchez, 19-0 with 13 KOs, faces the late replacement, Kristen Hammer, who is 26 and 8 with 16 KOs in a scheduled 10 round heavyweight bout? Uh, I'm super excited for this card. Uh, there's a lot of a lot of guys that I've been following throughout the year, and uh, honestly, uh, at least we got some boxing for uh, New Year's Day. Uh, shout out to Ray from uh, from from Last Vault Boxing over in the UK. How's it going, brother? Join us if you'd like. Uh, there's there's the link. Uh, we're just shooting shooting our mouths off about this wonderful card here. Uh, also also in that uh, on that card, man. We got uh, Frank Martin, uh, who is fourteen and zero, uh, and this is this is this is a lightweight battle. Uh, this is another guy that I've been closely watching, uh, you know, throughout his career, and uh, he's going up against Romeo uh, Romero Duno. Uh, should should be great, man. It's scheduled for ten rounds. Uh, Duno is twenty four two and zero. 
And, oh, man, I'm loving it. Victor Vikerst is on this card as well. Uh, I've talked about him numerous times, profiled him, uh, the Ukraine, 29 years old, known as Victor Faust. <laughs> uh, yeah, man, 8-0 with six KOs. Uh, he's back in action, man, and, and I'm super excited to see this. Uh, you know, we don't. It's, it's not that often that we get these big heavyweight cards, and that's what this one is. Man. It's full of uh, some heavyweight action. So to all the people out there that uh, love boxing and love watching these heavyweights go at it, don't miss this event <laughs> I, I can't put it i can't put it to you any better man january 1st 8 p.m fox sports fight tv the new year will kick off this heavyweight bang as five exciting heavyweight matchups take center stage in the jam-packed fox sports pbc pay-per-view on new year's day live from hard rock can't you can't you can't go wrong with that man I'm, I'm super excited. But that's all we really have to talk about in uh, in, in really the world of boxing for matches uh, tomorrow. Uh, there's nothing really oh. going on tonight. Having, <laughs> having said that, then, uh, as I promised our fans uh, on Facebook and other platforms, uh, we would discuss our opinions on certain matters, which we tend to do when we go uh, a little offside, as we tend to do. <laughs> so... <laughs> So yeah, I mean, I mean, if you if you have nothing to do on New Year's Day, there you go, something to do. And I mean, quite frankly, if you're a sports fan here in North America, there's not much going on, uh, mainly due to COVID. Uh, so I, I do kind of find it surprising that one of the closest uh, contact sports is is having this event still. But not, it, good for them. Good for them. I, I was I was reading I was reading a whack of uh, different articles uh, as we prepared for this episode on that you know other people's opinions best fight of the year best fighter of the year all that kind of stuff and there's an interesting one of the interesting things that i noticed was uh the upsurge if you will in recognition of uh female fighters i'm not going to say women's boxers but female fighters i'll be gender specific and just simply but i can't believe how many dis discussions there were going on between when they're called best fight of the year as fighter of the year, there were actually women in those discussions as well, which is really good to see. Uh, but my best of of the year, best upset of the year. Here it comes. You have your opinion, I'm sure, but here's mine. And we have not fans out there. We have not discussed this, so these are surprises. But I think the biggest upset of the year uh, was goes to George Combosis for his uh, defeat of Tifomo Lopez. Yeah, no, I'd, I'd have to, I'd have to agree that uh, that match was. We were waiting for that match to happen, man. That match, uh, you know, took, but I think there was uh, three dates that were set. It was picked up and dropped, and wow, what a, <laughs> what a, what a joke. And you know what? Yeah, it was a big upset, uh, but, you know, you know what? It just goes to show you all it takes is, man, some, some, some punches, and, and you can win it. <laughs> it, it. It's anybody's game. That's what, that's what it shows you. I think, uh, you know, depending on, on which articles you're reading, if you're, if you're reading British articles, they would say, perhaps most, would say the biggest upset was Anthony Joshua losing to uh, Alexander Yusek. I, but, you I, know, I was totally going to, I was going to mention that. Um, that, yeah. that, was, that was a huge upset. Uh, definitely, we got to see that, uh, that, that early in the year. Uh, you know, th that rematch has got to get underway. And uh, we got to see, see some, Let's see some Anthony Joshua uh, the way we know him to be and uh, fighting at least the way we know him to fight because uh, honestly, wow. Yeah, I'd pick, I'd pick him to win. I'm surprised he lost. But uh, 
in in that in that vein of uh, Tifimo Lopez uh, losing, uh, came up gutsiest performance, uh, best gutsiest, best gutsiest performance of the year, and uh, the interesting debate there was because the doctor said he he had uh, like swelling of the lungs, uh, somebody of that effect. Well, our producer's actually entering. Yeah, our producer, our producer is gracious. I'm, I'm here. I'm here. I'm here. I oh, know. Only, I know. <laughs> only, to, only, only to promote his client. Uh, but under, under Gutsy's <laughs> performance uh, was Ebony Bridges, okay. Uh, but that was going hand in hand with Tiffimo uh, Lopez. So it was interesting that uh, Ebony Bridges. <laughs> B Hop, how's it going? Look at that glass in hand. He's, re Yo, he's ready. <laughs> Look, man. <laughs> he is. He is. He is ready. Cheers to Yo, you. Yeah, I'm, I'm from the UK, man. I, I just want to say happy fucking New Year to all you bastards. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I have some highlights. I have some highlights. I have some highlights that I'm gonna play, and uh, I'm not. I, it might actually just show up just in one of our uh, one of our side panels, but uh, I'm I'm gonna go through and I, I want to play a couple minutes of uh, of a few a few of our shows that we've uh, that we've had on a. In, in the past here oh oh there we go all right so 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 we're gonna start we're, we're gonna start off we're gonna start off with with a shay jones and how she uh absolutely she's a rocks nice my looking lady. That's a nice she looking is lady. and she's got a great personality too and i, I want to point that out. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. all right can you guys hear her no I yeah, yeah. uh you, you you can hear her or you can't yeah i can hear it myself all right, perfect. Okay, so that's. Oh, it's cut right. out now. You know what? I can't hear it. So you know, this this might it's not actually out, work as, as wonderful. This might not work as wonderfully as I thought it might. But uh... <laughs> you know Technology what? I, 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 I think I think I might have to just make up a an awesome reel of all of our best interviews over the last. Uh, you know, year and a bit, and just uh, and put that together in uh, into a little listen, video you, you for our followers and our, and our James, uh, Listen, I gotta say this: you'd be watching too much of the James Webb Telescope. You'd be watching them oh. going up like <laughs> yeah, Elon Musk. You know, you know, I'm I'm, I'm quite proud of I'm quite, <laughs> I'm quite proud of those chaps over there uh, down down in uh, where are they? They're in Texas or something, right? And uh, you know, we're, we're not in the States. Uh, we're in Canada. Just, just to put that out there. I mean, not that it uh, makes us any better. We're still in North America, but I mean, uh, it is quite a, quite a bit uh, down there to, uh, to get down to Texas. Yeah, bro. Listen, what's going on at the moment with big James Webb thing where they're putting all these, it's like a big roast. You know, when you do a roast chicken, it's just, it's just going like that. <laughs> It's a bit, it's full of a, what is it, foil. They put foil, because like that. <laughs> Listen, I, I couldn't give a fuck. It's, it's uh, what is it, New Year's Eve. I couldn't give a fly, I couldn't give a fuck. 
Bay Hop, Bay Hop. Who's your top five? Who's your top five? Who's your top five? Yeah, this is a boxing channel, but you, you got to start off with your boxing. All time yeah, you gotta start off with all time. Yeah, we got to start off with your top five. Otherwise, we're booting you. <laughs> Come on, let's hear it. Let's hear it. Who you got? All time? Yeah. Hmm. Interesting. Oh, wow. What? Oh, this is difficult. Not you mean not because I'm gonna put you sick. In, all right. In, oh, this this is gonna be difficult. You want the top five all time after their careers after the careers done? Hey, I you know I mean I posed the question. It was who's gonna your go top five to stay. Your top five to stay. <laughs> Do you want my top five of all time? So you're gonna go I Muhammad want... Ali. Well, of all time. Let's Muhammad go. Ali. Yeah, if you want my, my top five of all time. Muhammad Ali. Yeah. Um, Pancho Villa, who was a Filipino champion. So you got uh, Muhammad Ali, Pancho Villa, who was a Filipino. Third fighter of all time. Lennox Luce. The great Canadian fighter. The great Canadian. This is a good list you're getting from me. So you've got who, who did I say was first? Yeah, so so far. Well, yeah. Muhammad yeah. Ali. You got Muhammad do you want, Ali. Do you want my fourth of all time is going to be Rocky Marciano? That's a good one. Yeah. 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 That's that. That's my that's my fourth of all time, Rocky Marciano. Yeah. And my, yeah. my fifth of all of all time is Jack Dempsey. So oh, I thought you were gonna say Jake Paul. No, <laughs> no, 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 no. That would no. That's not. Well, that's not. I've, I've got so, some so, credibility. As an Englishman, as an Englishman, it's interesting that you mentioned uh, quite a few Americans in there. Yeah, the the American. Uh, in terms of boxing, Soldier Field in Chicago, Madison Square Garden. The only place that boxing existed over the last 200 years was in the United States. It wasn't wow. in England. Quite a, quite a statement. Yeah, yeah. I mean, like, um, it wasn't we love England. No, listen, the belts existed here, but the actual sport of boxing has always been from the United States. And that's that. Mm. And if people that's want to nice. argue that, if they want to argue that with me, then you're more than willing to get in a conversation with me, and you, you're going to get I, destroyed. It looks, it look, it looks like Last Bell's got some things to say here. He's got, he's got the Mecca boxing. What about he can get his ass on here and discuss America <laughs> if he wants to discuss America. He's got boxing the link. He's got the link. <laughs> Before we go any further, might, might, might I continue with my own little list here? Yeah. Uh, what, what, who, who's your prospect of the year out of 2021? Coming out of 2021, who's your prospect of the year? That's the next my, question. Mine would be... Keyshawn Davis, probably. Mm -hmm. Keyshawn Davis. It's pretty good. And I think, I think Mike knows where I'm going. <laughs> <laughs> where are you going? Yeah. <laughs> okay, okay, it's, it's, it's not Avril Mathy. No. Oh, that's yeah, a good choice. <laughs> I thought it was going to be Avril Mathy. <laughs> that's a but good choice. Of, 
<laughs> but see, it, it is it's a fantastic choice. Yeah, but sorry. it's it, it's Jared Big Baby Anderson. Yeah, man. Yeah, man. No, man, good. you said that before. You said that before, though. You said about Big look, Baby Anderson about yeah. a year or two ago on your channel. Yeah, mm -hmm. look, look for him. He's going to make big moves in 2022. Do you think yeah. he's going to do anything at heavyweight? Yes, absolutely. He already has. I think he's 10 and up. I don't know, man. I'm not. I think he could be another AJ. I gotta be. I gotta be straight with you. Uh, we'll, we'll see. We'll see. That, 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 do, you, do you have any prospects of the year, Mike? Honestly, yeah, man. Miyamoto. Uh, our, our girl, Miyamoto, man, coming through, staying undefeated. Probably the busiest, yeah. busiest fighter in the world. She's one of my favorite, too. Year. Like, literally, yeah. she fought 10 times in a year, man. She's got two belts. You know, mother of five from New Zealand. Just taking it by storm. And, yeah, uh, Shout out to her. Also, um, yeah, man, I, I have to I have to give a shout out to you know our guys, Haven Brady, Jalen Sky, you know, Jalen Sky Walker, you know, Brian Norman Jr. We got them all, man. Just, just, just tons of these guys. <laughs> tons of these guys. Yeah, yeah. So okay, okay, okay. My biggest, yeah. my biggest biggest upset though, biggest upset of the year. Yeah. Go on, bro. Jake Paul joining boxing is the biggest upset of the year. Nah, man. I think the biggest he, he hasn't upset funny, was he hasn't funny. He hasn't fought any boxers yet. What are you talking about? Even he admits that. Jake Paul, bro. Yeah. Did you see what Dana White said, though? Right, Dan Dana White's sick and tired of being called the cokehead. So, so he says, "All right, you know what? I'll do. I'll do ten years. I'll do ten years of drug testing. All right, if Jake Paul will do two years of steroid testing." <laughs> I, I thought he said two months. <laughs> right. <laughs> so Jake Paul, Jake, Jake Paul. I love. I love all that shit though. The Jake Pauls thing. It's really good. Really, really good. I don't hate it to be honest. So. Eh, you know what? It is. It is what it is. I'm. I'm, I'm glad to see that he's given boxers, uh, you know, an opportunity here to make some real serious coin, which is really good. Yeah. You know, he's given these boxers some of their best paydays they've ever had. So, it's entertaining. He's really doing shit. But you know what? He's, he's he's the greatest. He's the greatest troll. He's the greatest troll, man. He can he can literally. You know, there you go. Yeah, the the king of trolls, right? The king of trolls, Mister uh, Mister Jake Paul and his uh, his older brother. You know what they? Lo they Logan, Lo Logan. They, they've they've made they've yeah, and it's ridiculous, right? Logan, you'd think he's the squirrelier of the two, and uh, and you'd think he'd be the younger one, but no, no, he's he is the older brother, and uh, he 100%. let his uh, he he led his younger brother astray. He's like, hey, let's make a bunch of money. And let's put you on a stage and let's uh, let's have some fun with this. Um, and they didn't realize that they're getting into a heavy hitting sport, you know. Like, I mean, I don't understand what they were trying yeah. to prove. They were what I are they trying to prove? I got well, I mean, if I if I had the amount of money that they had to, and you know, and and you look at <laughs> 
and you and you look at at the spectacle that they're creating it's it's you know it, it's there's a lot of respect to be had with you know not just falling off the map with what they've done with what they may or may not deserve you know they they may uh you know still disappoint us in the future and i mean maybe many many will say they already have but um you know that 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 being said is you know they they have a great opportunity ahead of them and uh and i mean they they're really uh not i'm not uh, expecting stop being a hater. Stop being a hater. <laughs> no 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 hey i mean i'm i'm trying to learn from the best right and you ain't gonna and, learn nothing from them <laughs> i was trying to learn from you b-hop come on man i'm the producer i see every i see every comment that comes in this place <laughs> the only thing you're gonna learn from me is how to get drunk because i'm english <laughs> so you'll learn how to get pissed i got a college diploma in that buddy I'm curious to see. I'm curious to see what MVP uh, signs next. You're gonna learn much from me. <laughs> I'm a bit like uh, what's his name, Michael Bisping. I've got his ear as well. <laughs> you know, yeah. according to uh, according to the PBC, uh, the fighter of the year, uh, according to one of their polls, was actually uh, Nonito Donaire. Because you'd, Yo. uh, you'd, you'd mentioned you uh, mentioned the Filipinos earlier, and uh, yeah, but they'll always uh, the thing with PBC though they're always going to play games, especially Showtime and everything. So I wouldn't really listen to them or Bob Arum. And then you got WBC with the belt, they're trying to cause shit. I don't think there's anything in boxing that's good at the moment. It's all bullshit. It's all bullshit. <laughs> No, I disagree. I think Canelo Alvarez is something to talk about. Yeah, yeah. I I don't. Say, tell, tell me how you really feel. <laughs> no, just kidding. Hey, Hi, Ray. Ray, how, Ray, Ray how, how's what it going? To discuss Canelo. I can how discuss Canelo. First, first and foremost, oh, Happy New Year. Yes. Oh, happy, is happy this later? Is this later? Ray, Ray, how are you? Not too bad. Um, how are you doing? How are you doing, Mike? Not Graham, bad, Eric? Long time to see I see. What, what are you today, mate? Are you, you B-Hop, Pigeon Plop? What, what, what are you getting called now? This is the B-Hop, the bro. B-Hop, is it? <laughs> are you from the, the, the Belly Boxing Channel? Are you from no, the it was Belly? it was last bell. It was last bell. It was the one that we kept trying to get you on. And you, you, you kept running off. You kept running off. <laughs> so what are you up to? You kept mate? changing your name, man. You you kept you know kept changing your name. You kept not wanting to come on. What was the matter with you? What are you up to, son? What are you up to, son? I'm man? just enjoying oh. life, mate. I'm just enjoying life, you know, chilling, talking boxing. How about yourself? <laughs> yeah, I've had a good day. Happy New Year to you, sir. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I see. I see. Funny. See, you've only just had a couple. New Year's yet. It's not New Year's yet. <laughs> Come on and hit me. What, what we're talking about tonight, then, Eve, chance? We're, we're discussing boxing, young man. Biggest upsets. Who, biggest, biggest upsets. Upset biggest upset of the year. For me, if I'm honest, it's it's got to be. I know. I know. Everyone says Cambosis Lopez, and uh, on, I, I agree with that. By the way, it's, it's definitely up there. But the one that gets me the most. Is Laura um, Josh Warrington 
simply because hundred percent. No, nobody gave nobody. <laughs> at least with Cambosis Junior, you knew who he was. Right. You knew you knew he fought Lee Selby. You knew he was unbeaten. You knew he had quick hands. You knew at least he had some sort of skills that, although you weren't picking him to win the fight, at least you thought, okay, maybe he can. Warrington he can got Lope, that Lopez Warrington Listen, Laura to... absolutely yeah. wiped out Josh Warren, and nobody can knew I who be... Laura was. Yeah, well, just, yeah I knew I knew people that were training with Ramirez, Jose Ramirez and Lara in the same team. I'm sorry I'm pissed. I'm from Birmingham. I'm, I'm a bit drunk. But... You're always drunk, man. Never <laughs> <laughs> but Warrington and Lara were training in the same camp. And what he was saying was right. He's on that uh, boxing channel with people from Northampton. What is it? Nottingham or Northampton? Listen, li listen, bro. Listen, bro. Listen, bro. Uh, <laughs> that fight with Rington against Lara, I made a lot of money on that because there was a lot of idiots in the UK who thought that Lara was going to get wiped by Rington. I'm from Birmingham, bro. There was no way, and I've lived, my missus, I had kids who have, listen, bro, listen, bro, you're talking to a main man, you're talking to a main man, there Mate, was no way, speaking. yeah, listen, bro, you, you need to shut up, bro, listen, listen bro. Me need to shut up, you're not asking what's going on, you know, you need to shut up, bro. Listen, bro. No, I'm not shutting up anyway, for anyone. Which I'm the show. Yeah, yeah, right. bro. I, I'm, gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna shut you up in a minute. Listen, bro. You're not. Listen. I was in the middle of making my point, but you interrupted. So come on, hurry up. <laughs> Listen, I want a lot of money on Lara knocking Warrington out, bro. There you go. Listen, right, go to you. your. Uh, wait, wait. Listen, this man, do you go on the Imran TV? The Imran TV, listen. I made a lot of money over Warrington getting knocked out in that fight. A lot of money, man. £1,200 I made on that. Oh. All right, want to, want to send some my way? Yeah, yeah. Send some listen, over. bro. You're we, not we, have, we have a donate option. We have a donate option. I mean, we, we are we, we are not doing as well as you may think we're doing with this channel. But we accept, I mean... don we accept donations. <laughs> listen, you're lucky I'm on here. <laughs> to be honest, I'm lucky that you've invited me here, to be fair. I just... I just think he's so good, and the Khan Brook, the Khan Brook's going to be excellent. That's really going to be a good fight. I don't yeah, care yeah. what people say about Khan Brook. What is it, Asian against black thing, the Khan Brook? Listen. It's got nothing to do with Asians and black It's <laughs> got a massive it's not, listen, bro. It's got to do, it's Yorkshire versus, it's Yorkshire versus Lancashire. Right, it's Liam, nothing bro, to do with this is a don't lie to me, bro. Don't lie no, to me. No, you don't lie, you don't lie. You're You don't even know what you're talking about. Asian versus the bro. whole thing about it's can't lie. Listen, bro, calm down, bro. Calm down. Hey, 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 Mike, Mike, I thought this was, I thought this was your role. Are you gonna let you're gonna, you're gonna let Behab come in here? He's, you're no, gonna, honestly, he's gonna come in here. He's gonna out know, Mike, Behab, Mike. Bro. He's gonna out Mike, Mike Orr. Is that what he's gonna do? Yo, no. man, listen, listen. <laughs> no, 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 can we discuss the cup? Right. Now, wait, 
can we discuss the Calzaghi fight against Bernard Hopkins? Can I discuss it with you here? No. <laughs> Calzaghi very well put, mate. Right. Right. Very well put. Straight, just straight now. Straight now. Yo, Ray, Ray, go, go back to your Laurel Warrington, man. Oh, man. You, yeah, you so as, nasty, as I was bro. saying, as I was yeah, saying, as you were saying, the, 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 the Laurel one surprised me the most because... I don't, I don't know about you boys over in, in Canada, but I hadn't heard much of Laura. And for me, I just thought, I know Josh Warrington lost his belt, not in the ring by politics. And I just thought this Laura's just going to be a walkover um, right. until he fought Navarrete. I literally thought Laura was just easy pickings and easy defence. I know he didn't have the belt at the time, but you know what I mean. He was right. just going to walk through him. And uh, set him up for a big fight. I did not expect. I didn't expect that in the manner that it was. It, it happened as well. The first couple of rounds, Laura looked bang average. Yeah. To be honest, um, he looked. He, you know, he looked flat-footed. He looked slow. You could tell he could dig, but he didn't have anything at that time to, to trouble Warrington. A little bit of power, yeah, but Warrington had all the tools to evade that. Warrington had the quicker hands, better footwork. He had the ring IQ as well. But then, for some reason, Josh Warrington, people were saying it was the ring war. But for me, it was, as the rounds grew on, he looked unsettled. And I think that was a big surprise for me. And that was when, that was start, the start all the talk in the UK about um, the, the lack of fans affecting the fighters. And I think that was that was a, that was a great example. Um, yeah, I, I, you know, you, you would overall go for Cambosis and uh, Lopez. But for me, that's got to be high up there, Laura versus um, Josh Warren. Yeah, no, honestly, it's, yeah, it's, it's, it in, it's in my top five of big ones for sure. Yeah. Uh, another big one for me was the Kiko Martinez and Kid Galahad. Oh, man. Yeah. What, what what a shock. Like, scoring, you know, that was a shock upset, man, in the main event. Uh, you know, for what, nearly five rounds the fight was going the way of, you know, heavily favored Galahad, who was facing pressure from Martinez, uh, but handling it fine. And then as Martinez just didn't seem able to do enough damage. Yeah. Uh, the tone changed sharply late in the in the fifth round. And, uh, you know, Galahad was caught on his chin, uh, drilled with that right hand, and, wow, put him to the canvas. Like, that was a huge upset. I did not expect that one to happen at all. No, I'll be honest with you, Mike. I didn't think Galahad, um, Kiko Martinez had anything left. No. I, I thought yeah. he was turning yeah. up for a payday, you know. Yeah. Um, I thought he was getting beat. Yeah. What, you, you thought he was getting beat? Yeah, I agree with you. Oh, I just thought Kiko Martinez was turning up for a payday off Eddie Hearn, oh, to right, be yeah. honest. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I didn't think he had anything left, but yeah. And then he does, you know, does what he does and shocks the world with this huge upset. Mm. But yeah, big, big upsets this year, man. A lot of, a lot of, lot of upsets. Um, there was. Um, obviously, you've got um, Beck the Bully getting beat off Gabe Rizzardo. Yeah. Oh, wow. Um, you I, think I know you the, guys um... will probably want to do it. A knockout in the air. I know Mike loves these knockouts. No, I um, you're right. <laughs> no, no. So I don't want what to jump you... in there too far. I don't want to stay, you know, take take the fire away from Mike. But that that, oh. that was some, that was some finish by Gabe Bizarro. Oh. Uh, again, that came out. Can, of can I ask you? Can I? Because like, I'm from the UK as well, and I don't know what's going on with. What do you think is going on with Dillian White and Tyson Fury at the moment? Because I don't know, bro. People don't know in my city what's going on. We don't know if this fight's going to happen or not. Oh, it'll happen. It'll get done. The world, wants to, see it. the world wants to see it. It'll happen. 
No, I think 2022, 2022, it's going to be the year, man. A, a lot of fights are going to happen that we've all been waiting for. These, these divisions are going to start moving around, man. I just think things need, things need to seem, seem to happen at the moment, and I'm not seeing the fights happening, to be fair. It seems to be a bit disheartening and that. Politics and money, that's what it's all about, right? Well, and it's also the New Year's and Christmas holidays. So, I mean, you know, this this week is due to be a little bit slow. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, honestly, <laughs> one of the biggest fights of the year, I'll, I'll say, has to be Ebony Bridges and Shannon Courtney. <laughs> that was shit. That was a shit. No, that was, no, that was, that was a good. Consid- was a consider- I agree with you, mate, considering where they were in terms of you know, they don't have a lot of fight experience. Uh, I think, no. I yeah, they both Yo, have less than You're trying to game. give me a hard on, bro. Because that it was, it was Bridges a great, is, a great is fight very after. nice looking. So it was um, uh, Natasha Jonas and um, Katie Taylor. She's, yeah. yeah, she's beautiful. You know that that Natasha, have you seen that Natasha Jonas? She's a beautiful. Very beautiful. I don't think. Perfect. Oops. <laughs> I'm, su- I'm surprised it took you, uh, what, half an hour to do that, lads? Oh, but you know what? It's it's fun because he makes no sense. It's New Year's Eve. Well, hey, we're not here to make fun of anybody. No, no, no. no. Everybody's, 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 everybody's entitled to their point of view. Uh, you know what? Uh, I'll forgive myself for not realizing all the past comments might potentially come up but i mean I, I you know i actually don't have a problem with free speech um everybody's allowed to say whatever the f they want uh unless it's swear words on our channel because which, which is happening too much there realistically just because just because you know we are we are really trying to uh, have a family channel here and uh you know uh <laughs> well not be so welcoming <laughs> that's Great. okay hey, you know what the the link's still wide open in the, in the question yep who's, who's your favorite female boxer right now Ooh. me yep you are ready. Uh, favorite female boxer at the moment yep i would probably go for savannah marshall oh yeah i think i think savannah marshall is is one big fight away from becoming the um the household name she deserves to be um you, you so she's my favorite um also it also helps that she's from about half an hour down the road from from where i live now um but she she's a she's a very good fight i mean mike with a profile that she can punch um oh, she yeah. can take a shot she's now training with uh, Peter Fury, who you'll know yeah. is the uncle of um, Tyson Fury, um, but she can fight, and I believe she'll, whichever way it goes, she'll give Clarissa Shields a hell of a fight. Oh, definitely. Um, so, definitely. so I, I would definitely pick her. I'm a, I'm also a big fan of um, uh, my, my two favorite ones over over across the pond. Uh, I'm stuck between, um, I think. Uh, Michaela Mayer's improved a lot. She's improved yeah. a lot. I wasn't too keen on her the first time I saw her, but she really is getting better with every fight. Um, and uh, I'm a big, I'm a big um, Serrano fan as well. Oh, 
you, you took took it right yeah, out of my mouth. So you know, I mean, what is your team? Yeah, and, and you know, one of my highlights of this year, you know, you can't put it in a knockout or you can't put it in, um, you know, a fight of the year, what have you. It was the fact that despite me absolutely hating Jake Paul, he made Amanda Serrano a millionaire. And uh, yeah. I thought that was a nice touch. Um, you know, that's one of the nice things about him getting involved in boxing, although I don't agree with him whatsoever. Um, Amanda Serrano deserves to be a millionaire if anyone deserves to be. That makes sense. Yeah. To be a seven-weight champion. Um, yep. You know, and, and I, I believe that maybe in 10 years' time, another female who would achieve the same feat We'll probably be earning three or four times as much. That's how we're going to see the progression of women's boxing. If you went back ten years, you know, in the uh, in the noughties, perhaps w women boxers wouldn't have earned more than, you know, the equivalent of a hundred thousand dollars or a hundred thousand pounds. But to see them earning what they are now, they deserve it. Uh, yeah. I suppose about Katie Taylor at the fan, but the fact that I can sit and name three or four top. You know, women's boxers just tells you how far that side of the sports come come about. Oh man, it's it's. it's what do you think about uh, Jesse McCaskill? Ah, uh, yeah, um, Jesse McCaskill. I mean, wow. I mean, um, we, we've been very careful in in England not to write her off because of the Katie Taylor loss, but she's right. bounced back. She's become undisputed, and uh, depending on the outcome of the Taylor Serrano fight, she's right. in there with a shout of, of of wanting a rematch. I don't think. Katie Taylor would give her a rematch, and I think at welterweight, Katie Taylor would do well to stake well clear. Um, she's now two weights above Katie Taylor, and I think McCaskill beats Katie Taylor on the um on in the rematch. I know when I when I was um on last bell with Carl and Andy, we we're all agreeing that um Katie Taylor's on the she's on the slide a bit, you know. Um, she's been a yeah. great servant to the to the game. Well, they, they, fought, they fought back in 2017 too, right? Like, yeah, they, they did. They did. Come a long, long way since then. She has, she has, and she she's got a long way up. And Katie yeah. Taylor's kind of been steady, steady, and starting to decline. Yeah. Um, she's she's had a long career in pro and amateur boxing, Katie Taylor, and I think at her age, 34 now, we're starting to see the wear and tear. Um, yeah. but she, Kate, uh, Jessica McCaskill's a very good fighter. You know, you've got. Um, Warm Gardner as well. Um, she's a she's a good fighter. Um, uh, the 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 girl that uh, beat um, Shannon Courtney, she's a, she's a good fighter as well. Oh, Alicia Baumgartner. Uh, well, she she beat um, Terry Harper. She she stopped yeah. Terry Harper. Alicia yeah. uh, Baumgartner, I think was was it Jess Martin who beat? Yeah. Um, yeah, that was back. Yeah, when was that? That was back in November, I believe it was. November Something September. like that, November, October time. Yeah, yeah, yeah it may even be in September. Um, well, that that was that was one I didn't see coming actually. Like Alicia Baumgartner just came out of nowhere there and put up the good fight. That, well, well see, Terry Terry Harper. Um, I saw it coming in the sense that I think Terry Harper still lucky to was lucky to have that belt. In my opinion, Natasha Jonas beat her. Yeah, the Chester Jonas beat a Terry Harper was very, very lucky to come away with that belt. I think at the end of the day, what what uh, the good thing about this year, because of the, the better matchmaking, because of the pandemic, in some aspects, yeah. some matchmaking was still quite poor, like on the fight camp cards. Um, people like paper champions got exposed a little bit, like Shannon Courtney, Terry Harper. They, yeah. got, they got exposed when they got put in with somebody that knew what they were doing. And, right. and that's what we saw.
one, yeah. one of the other one of the other female fighters that Mike has profiled, Senecia Estrada. Mm. Um, uh, right now, right now holds uh, holds what the uh, fastest knockout record in women's boxing. So, seven, so seven seconds, seven punches. So we we can we can sit here for as opposed to years gone by uh, on a recap edition of what's happened. You know, we've now listed five or six female fighters who are truly great fighters, and uh, and should be recognized as such. So, but and they're from different parts of the world too. So it's not like uh, one country's dominating in terms of uh, training and or uh, compensating. Quite frankly, these fighters. I, I think 2022 will be the year of uh, the female fighter. Oh, yeah, I, I, I wouldn't disagree with that, Graham. Um, I think there's. I can think of two or three massive fights to make. Katie Taylor and Serrano. That's definitely going to be happening. I think maybe March time in New York. Yeah, Yeah, it's a big fight. Um, The funny thing is, unfortunately, on the next Paul card, but well, well, (laughs) I was going to say the funny thing is, is you've got Eddie Hearn on one side and Jake Paul on the other side. So two of the biggest mouths. uh, You know, I mean, it's it will be a massive fight. Yeah, it'll be a massive fight. It'll it'll be it'll be the women's fight of the century, man. That's what it'll be. Well. I also think, in terms of in, in what could match that fight from women's boxing, would be Clarissa Shields and Savannah Marshall. Yeah. Um, simply because you've got Clarissa Shields undisputed in two weight categories. Yeah. Um, the history of, uh, of what she's achieved. Back, back and medals, like, yeah. 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 Um, and then you've got Savannah Marshall, who's the only boxer to have beaten her, is yeah. an amateur. Um, and I, I think both have improved so much since that fight. Right. And this is probably be the first time she's in there. I know Christina Hammer uh, had a good reputation as well. Right. But Savannah Marshall's got substance. So, you know, Christina Hammer, I believe a lot of it was there. She was fighting a lot of stiffs in Germany. Savannah Marshall's been putting away those stiffs. She's not yeah. just been beating him on points looking no. all right she's been stopping people she's been hit you know i don't know any females that hit hard like what savannah marshall does um she hits like a, she hits like a truck man That's yeah she, she does mike she does and, yeah, and she hits this, like a truck and she's got her her accuracy she's got that pinpoint accuracy her punches come straight out there's no telegraphing she's real tight and she just flows man and the way her her fists flow it's technique, man. Technique creates power. That's why she hits so damn hard. That, that, that's it. And it, it looks effortless, Mike. It looks effortless. Yeah. And she doesn't waste a lot of shots. So that's no. going to be a very interesting fight. So I think you've got commercially a massive fight in Katie Taylor in terms yeah. of revenue, particularly if it's around St. Patrick's Day. And then you've got a stylistic matchup, which is going to be fantastic for the purists, if you yeah. know what I mean. Um, it might not do as well economically, but. It, it would still it would still be a great fight. So yeah, you're right, Graham. Next set, uh, well, this year it's definitely going to be the the year where female people. Well, I, and I, I think and I think the last signing of the year for Eddie Hearn was a woman, uh, Alicia Baumgartner. So, I mean, I don't know what he's got lined up for her, but I mean, he's got to start. He's start. He's got to start building his roster to go against uh, what Amanda Serrano is leading off with uh, Jake Paul. 
you know he, he's got a, he's got to crush Jake Paul. It's, it's, not, it's not it's not about having any you know contender. No, it's it's a, it's about it's about absolutely annihilating the the competition. I think for that situation right there. And who did who did Christy Martin just sign, Mike? Oh uh, yeah. Uh, sorry. Uh, no. So there, there's not just there's not just fighters, but there's also managers and promoters. Uh, we've just had a really good chat with uh, some women in the States who are building their roster. Mm. Um, one of those women, they made a movie about her actually called uh, Against the Ropes. So, I mean, there's a lot of women getting involved in the sport. Destiny Jones. The yes, Destiny Jones. Right. So, and not to mention uh, the young lady we were talking about, the Olympian uh, who we were talking about at the beginning of the show before Ray jumped on here. Um O'Shea Jones. O'Shea Jones. O'Shea, yeah. So, so I think I think there's I think there's a lot. A there's a lot of competition that's bubbling under, and there's an awful an awful lot of really top level competition that are, that are going to excite the fans. Anyway, so that was just my single thought that, that I think 2022 a the heavyweight division in the men's uh, weight class is going to get uh, cleaned up. I think, and I hope. Yeah. Uh, the welterweight looks like an interesting division as far as men are concerned. I really like what's happening there. Welterweight uh, and lightweight. Welterweight yeah. and lightweight. Mm. Yes. So, two, so we, two we big have divisions a, right now, man. Mm. The two biggest couple, divisions. A couple right of really now. good divisions that uh, fighting fans are looking forward to seeing some good results out of. Uh, I didn't like, just, a, just an opinion here, I didn't like the way uh, Terrence Crawford handled that relationship with Bob Arum in public. Uh, and I didn't like Bob Aaron's response either because I'm sure he made a lot of money on pay-per-view sales. Uh, but nonetheless, uh, the victory was a victory uh, that night. Um, but I, I do think I do think a lot of the uh, other weight classes have a lot to still resolve, if you will, right. uh, in in terms of how their fighters are getting compensated. I think I think the pay-per-view stats are going to speak for themselves in helping to sort that out. I know there's a lot, you know, Sky Sports has an edge um, in the UK. We don't get it here, um, you know, whereas we do get to zone. Hmm. So there's going to there's going to be, an, I think it's going to, I still this thing, think there's still a lot to play for when it comes to uh, pay-per-view and live streaming in 2022. I think there's going to be a lot of other uh, competitors enter the space. Uh, certainly we have our designs on broadcasting a few shows as well. So, yeah. Um, you know, I, I think live streaming and pay-per-view are going to make an impact in 2022 on all the different weight classes. And certainly you're going to see, um, and this has nothing to do with Jake Paul, but you're going to see an awful lot of personalities uh, becoming more, I don't know, public as opposed yeah. to just what the what skill sets they have to display in the ring. Um, you, you know how we used to back in the, well, I don't know if you guys remember, but back in the old yeah. day, you really would pay attention to what Muhammad Ali had to say. You would pay yeah. attention to what these boxers had because they actually did usually typically have something to say right. other than other than what I'm hearing out of uh, either Tyson Fury's mouth or Jake Paul's mouth. Quite frankly, either one of those, you know, I, I couldn't care less what he, even though each professes to be self-righteous, but they're, they're both uh, big mouth. And uh, and I really don't really care what they have to say. But in days gone by, I really did listen to what uh, respected boxers had to say. And you know what's funny? Even to this day, um, you know, there's a time when I really, really liked Mike Tyson. Then there's a time when I really didn't like Mike Tyson. But now, <laughs> now I kind of like him again. 
and that, because he's saying the right things these days. Yeah. Mike Tyson's yeah. saying the right things, and he's doing the right things. And he's, he's behaving uh, himself, Graham. That's the main thing. He's behaving himself. Exactly. It must be all that weed he's smoking. <laughs> it's got to all, all calm down. But maybe that's a lesson. Maybe that's a lesson that some of these promoters need to learn when they're training their uh, boxers when it comes to these weigh-ins and these post-fight interviews. Like I, I, I don't understand uh, what they get, uh, what what there is to gain from um, the the shenanigans that go on either before a fight. Like leave it for the ring, leave it for the ring, is what I would argue. I mean, this you, was. Do you see this in any other sport? Is there any other sport in the world where you see these kinds of shenanigans going on before the actual event? No, no. no. Honestly, no. this year, this year was the year of like, like square offs at the weigh-ins, man. I, I swear, I've seen like, yeah, ten, 10 people square. You know, hey, weigh in. Okay, let's take that picture. Oh, you touched my nose. Now we're gonna fight. Like, well, yeah. and and I mean, in some in such a gentleman's in such a gentleman's sport, I mean, you should think that 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 initial tee off that initial kind of nose to nose that 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 is that is the epitome of being able to show your control and if you're not able to show control then i mean really what are we really glamorizing here this chess game this chess game which they're not able to use their mind even in the pre game of what's going on here like i mean your mind is what we are really competing for here in this game or in this sport and, and and if you can't even keep composure, or you can't even find the words in order to describe what you're going to do to your opponent in the upcoming match, you know what are we what are what are we really glorifying here? My thoughts. <laughs> I don't know because um, when when you saw Canelo plant, I thought if anything, Canelo lost his control there, but yeah. in the ring. Canelo yeah. was in complete control. Yeah, definitely, definitely. You know, you know, you know what? I, there's a lot of build up to this too that that happens, yeah. right? Because with with COVID happening and you know fights being rescheduled three or four yeah. times and being pushed back and opponents getting dropped out, yeah, it's it, it is hard for these guys to keep their composure, man. Yeah, situations, and then it just takes that one guy to say that one thing that just doesn't doesn't work, you know? Or yeah. take or take his hat. Or, or hey, take somebody's hey, hat, or. <laughs> hey Ray, Ray, quick question: Do you think Josh Taylor's coming back? Yeah, I mean he's fighting uh, next month. Oh wow, he's fighting on the twenty uh, sixth against uh, Jack Carroll, and that's in Glasgow. So, the only way that fight doesn't happen is if the British Board of Boxing Control don't allow fights because of COVID. Uh, yeah. um, this talk of them do making that decision. Uh, on Tuesday for the rest of January. Um, obviously, it's not Tuesday yet, so we don't know what they're going to say. But if if that's the case and they decide that uh, we're not going to put any fights on in January, then the Eubank, Eubank fight will be off because um, he's fighting Liam Williams. But as far as I know, yeah, Josh Taylor's back. He's got he's got his day. He's he's training, and um, by all accounts, he's looking really good. And I expect him. I mean, Jack Catterall's a good opponent, but I expect yeah. him to to get rid of Jack Catterall, uh probably around round eight. Oh yeah, no. I think I think it'll be a late one. I think it'll be a late stoppage for sure. I think you'll put him away. Yeah, but after this one, Graham, I won't be surprised to see him at welterweight. 
because th- this this is a mandatory f- um, defence. Jack Catterall's uh, mandatory, so provided when he gets rid of Jack Catterall, he'll be, he'll be moving up. He might stay at 140, but I, I strongly suspect, um, if you ask me to put money on, that he goes up to 147 after this fight. I think he'll do well at 147. He's he's got the frame. I mean, if you look at him in head-to-heads, we've just been talking about head-to-heads there. He's taller than a lot of his opponents. Yeah. Um, And he he can easily fill into that frame easily. Easily. Definitely. Well, yeah, he's 5'10", right? So he's got got the big frame, man, for that. Yeah, of course. Of course. He's got the the frame. He's got the reach. Um, And he he, he, he can... the way the way he fights as well, he could carry that extra weight. I believe yeah. he probably just needs uh, a steady opponent at welterweight. See see how he handles it, and then he, yeah. then you know he's ready. He, he, he's ready for you know the, the top kids at uh, welterweight. I mean, yeah, he's been in forty years. So he puts in a lot of work to drop weight too to stay at that weight class, doesn't he? Right now, yeah, yeah. It, it would you know you just said that he's five ten, so. You know, when you're undisputed, um, I know people have to say, well, you have to fight like you're the challenger. But, you know, sometimes, you know, you're waking up and you think, well, what else is there left to achieve at that weight class? Right. You know, he's just going to go through mandatories. And I think to keep his motivation going and also financially as well, yeah. he's probably thinking I can earn more money at the welterweight division than what I can at 140. So yeah, it makes yeah. sense for him to, to step up. And he, he there's some mouth-watering fights um, obviously, you've got Crawford, Spence, um, yeah. the winner of Keith Berman and, and Barrios, um, which is later this month. You've got um, Butsenis, Virgil Ortiz. Um, yeah, yeah there's, some, there's some big, big fights there. Oh, huge, huge fights there. Given the uh, it's, it's been an argument of mine that uh, I think Deontay Wilder should just hang up his gloves because of the injury he suffered to his brain that he won't admit to. But I'm just wondering uh, if you have any thoughts on uh, comebacks that we might expect in 2022. Um, well, th- th- there will be. There will be some. Um, I think that one of the big things is, Graham, that because of the pandemic, there's still so- been some people who perhaps um, haven't had the opportunity to fight because... Um, because of the pandemic or, you know, and that for some people that managed to stay busy and stay active during the pandemic, some people, some people haven't. Um, I'm interested to see how uh, Regis Progre comes back, if you can call it a comeback. Um, I'm interested to see um, how he gets on. Um, the Josh Taylor fight was close, even though I had Josh Taylor winning. But um, I think he, he could, he's the next best one. He can make a lot of noise there. Um, you know, there's, uh, there's there's others as well. Um, I really want to see how um, the, uh, not that I'm big fans of them, but I, I want to see how the likes of um, the Charlo always do, yeah. plus Golovkin. Um, yeah. I want to see, the, I want to see some more noise up at, at middleweight. Um, I know on Jod, uh, Bubu Andre Andre Andre's fought. Um he fought quickly, but I like to see how he he um comes back at it at super middleweight. Um but yeah, so th- th- there's some in and, and obviously uh Keith Keith Thurman. That's oh, that's yeah. probably the the uh the other one for me. Um that I was trying to think of earlier. I know he, he's fighting in a um in a couple of weeks, I think on the twenty second, I think. 
for the Barrios. So, you know, for Thurman, um, Thurman's one, another one um, that I want to see and, and to, to see how well he does. So there's a couple there, Graham, that in, in, in Pugway that I you think uh, didn't get too much of a chance during the pandemic, but hopefully this coming year we get to see, you know, what they're about. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. Uh, yeah, Thurman, Thurman's fighting uh, uh, Barrios on uh, uh, February 5th. Well, February, is it? February. All right. Yeah, February, February 5th. So we'll be able to see him, and hopefully that'll be a nice uh, <clears throat> coming back off that loss of Manny Pacquiao. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, I think it will, um, you know, uh, it'll be, it'll be, Manny, Manny's went and uh, retired, but people still want to see what Keith Thurman's got left. Right. People right. still want to see what he's about. Um, it was only two or three years ago, Keith Thurman was the, was the name on everybody's lips at the welterweight division. Right. Um, right. so to have him, to have him in the mix, um, also, as well, in, in well, we want to see how Albert Spence bounces back from this latest setback with his eye. So yeah. you've got to add him in that mix is there as well. Yeah, there's a, there's a lot. There's a lot of guys that I want to see come back. Mm. There's a lot, of, a, lot of, a lot of big things that happen this year. Uh, I know 2022 is definitely going to be. I honestly think it's going to be a kick-ass year. I, I think I think boxing is just going to. A lot of these, a lot of these bottleneck divisions are going to start to open up. Those mandatories are going to happen. The belts have already started changing hands. Uh, you know, we're going to see, we're going to see these divisions move, and and it's just going to make for exciting fights. Uh, I'm really, really happy to, you know, like there's a big influx of new heavyweights that are just popping up on the scene that are, you know, under ten fights that are very, very dangerous guys, and uh, you know, they're just going to get better, and, uh, yeah. and you know, and they're and they're becoming super sized, man. Like there's a lot of these guys now that are you know six eight six nine six ten, and and they're coming out of nowhere and and they got the skills and they can move, and yeah. this this is one of those things that you know the heavyweight division has been so lackluster and so boring for so long. It's I think we need this influx of new new breed of super heavyweights to come in and really just you know start, yeah, start well, bringing that division back to where it was. I'll, I'll give you I'll give you guys a, a tip for the future, uh, Bakadir. Jalilov. Yes. Um, yeah, we, um, we've done him. Yeah, yeah. you've done him. You've done him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. he's um this Ooh. this guy's this guy. Um yeah. We, we probably we probably we probably did him uh the day after you told Mike about him. Uh, no. uh about <laughs> seven about se- wait, wait, I want to say seven to eight months ago. Yeah, um, <laughs> I, I saw I saw this guy in the Olympics. Um, and then cotton on the fact that you already had pro fights, but um, for your listeners, you, you know, you need to get watching that guy because that guy is going to make some serious you, noise. You can go, you can go ahead and type his name if you can spell it, otherwise, Google it, copy, yeah. paste, go over to our website, put it in the search bar, and then you'll be able to actually find, you, you know, yeah, he's one to watch, he's one to watch, and it and Mike's right, it is opening up. You've got the likes of him, uh, Ergovic, um, Jared Anderson, Big Baby Anderson, um, who people are banging on about, um, mm-hmm. Frank Sanchez. Yeah, um, he's fighting tomorrow. Just a couple of days ago. Yeah, the, yeah, he is. The boys from England, um, Joe Joyce. Um, Joe Joyce, yes, definitely. He, he's, yeah, he's again. He, he's going to be in there. 
Um, so and uh, one of one of our boys uh, called Fraser Clark, he's just turned over. So although he's not going to be going this year, but he's going to be making some early statements. I've got a feeling he's saying they're going to push him. I got. I got to say, I've not heard a single name that you can't Google on, uh, or not Google, but you can't talk in fight search. <laughs> oh, honestly, you honestly, can't search if you if you if, if you go to talk if you go to talkandfight.com and you hit that search bar and you search any one of those names you are going to find original talk and fight content about that person yo, <laughs> just honestly, gonna say honestly you've got to say that you gotta think of guys yo there's still there's still uh hargovich there's still, yeah serenko to watch out for uh you know, we got uh, Megamedov, Arslanbek Megamedov, the six nine monster. For, like, there's there's a bunch of guys that we gotta watch out for, and they're and they're just coming, man, to take you know take their place in in, yeah. in this division and just yeah. Um, and, and what you were saying before that about divisions uh, bottlenecks, um, yeah. you know, and getting sorted out. I mean, we haven't even mentioned the light heavyweight division. Now Canelo looks as though he's gonna be making some noise there. So that's going to be interesting. Um, yeah, that'll be interesting. Yeah, I, I still think the, the cruiserweight division is going to sort itself out. Um, yeah. I'm, I'm tipping Lawrence Corley to, to to do well in that division. And I, I think you know, I think I think he's he's the he's the one that's flying under the radar. Uh, not too many people know know about him, but uh, you know, like and, and the guy's social media up, man. He's you know doing his rap thing. He's doing all this kind of yeah, stuff. Yeah, he's doing his and, rap and, thing. You know, yeah. And then and then and then you think about it, and you know this. This kid who used to be a chubby kid who got bullied is just a monster in the ring, man. And yeah. and people just, you know, Okoli, he's, he's he's got it going on, man. And and I I've told all the people that watch my show, who've, you know, this is one guy you got to watch out for in the future, man. He's a, he's big, big, he's, big. He's, he's practically a heavyweight. Yeah, he's practically exactly. a heavyweight in the, in the in the cruiserweight ranks, and he can punch. Oh, um, he he can punch, so he, he's in with a, a chance. Um, and then, then you've got like the lightweight division going to sort itself out. Um, when Josh Taylor moves up, the one forty divisions left there. Um, yeah, so there's 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 plenty of divisions where you know the light middleweight yeah. division as well. That that undis um, that unified clash to see who's going to be undisputed between Brian Castaño and uh, um, Charlo. That rematch is going to take place this year. So that that's another one as well. Um, yeah, you know we're going to see yeah. some action at middleweight. We're going to see um, possibly if Andre stays at one sixty, he's got to fight uh, that Janelak, who's he, who is apparently his mandatory, and he's no yeah. slouch. He's really no, he's a skillful southpaw. That's going to be a real tricky fight for him if he stays there at one sixty. Um, so yeah, it's in, it's going to be really exciting times. I, I can't wait for this year to. I'm, su- I'm super excited for this year. I'm super excited for this year of boxing, man. I, I think. I think the boxing fans are really gonna get get what they what they asked for this year, man. Uh, you know, uh, we these these guys aren't letting these women show them up anymore. You know what I mean? <laughs> like the women are getting in there. They're, they're not. They're, there's no politics. You know, these women they take the fights. They don't care. They're just getting in there and smashing each other out. And I think uh, I think it's about time that the men start following in. You know, following in line like, as women. That's the thing with the women's boxing that you just mentioned. They they don't avoid each other. You know, yeah. they, they they pretty much they don't ask how much apart from Clarissa Shields. Just practically say, "I'm fighting who? Okay, when? Yeah, yeah. okay, I'll be there." 
where yeah. the men, you know, it's what weight, what this, uh, you know, this, yeah. all this kind of stuff. And I, I think that's the, the key difference. But I also think as well, there comes a point where promoters can use the pandemic and TV companies to their advantage. If you want big paydays, you're fighting, you're, you're fighting, this is who you're fighting. Yeah. And yeah. they're more keen, they should be more keen to make these fights happen. But we, we'll see. But I'm very hopeful going into this year. Um, I, I, if, if Last year was a great year for boxing, 2021. And if this oh, year trumps or matches that, we're in for a treat. We're really Oh, yeah. That. Yeah, definitely. Definitely we are. Definitely we are, man. I'm super excited. Happy New Year to everybody out there. Boxing is on us. It's upon us. 2022, the year of the big fights, the year of the bottlenecks being opened, and all the new talent, all the influx of new talent that's come in, man. It's great. I, I would just like to marry one thing that Ray said earlier with something that I had said earlier as well, and that is if, in fact, uh, the COVID pandemic continues to spread and postpone or cancel fights, I wonder if the various federations then will begin to move their fights to, shall we say, neutral countries or countries that are less restrictive when it comes to immigration policies. Uh, for example, the state of Florida in the United States uh, has an open door policy when it comes to uh, visitors. Uh, so I have to, and they're the home of Jake Paul's fights, if I'm not mistaken. So uh, I have to wonder whether if we move forward in 2022, uh, the various boxing federations will begin to uh, use what I'm going to call it a neutral territory to hold, hold the fights. Why? Because hometown advantage might at one point have made sense, but nowadays given pay-per-view, given live streaming, you know, and money being the underlying factor here, it doesn't really matter where it's being held so long as it's capable of holding four cameramen and you have cables away you go. You've got yourself a boxing. Well, uh, I mean, I mean, why not fight to the death in international waters? Okay, Mad Max. Yeah, easy there, Thunderdome. <laughs> <laughs> easy Thunderdome. Somebody didn't tell you guys he kissed. We're, we're running out of time. Thanks very much for joining us, Ray. We yeah. need, we need uh, my pleasure. Anymore. My pleasure. Thanks for having me on. Yeah, man. Uh, to all the fans watching around the world, thanks for tuning in to the last episode of the year of the Friday Night Panel, man. Starring none other than me and Graham, who are here every week. <laughs> and our producer graces with his presence this evening thanks eric for your your year of hard hard work i know that you don't get a lot of appreciation and uh yo man you just stress all the time behind that camera uh did i, I did i really great did i really grace you with my presence or have i always been here or have i always actually been here you're always the eye <laughs> in the sky but the eye in the sky never lies and, and he hears everything <laughs> Thanks again, Ray, for coming and joining us, man. It's always a pleasure having you on, man. It, you know, we're going to have to do it some more uh, in the new year as our schedules get better. And, uh, yeah, man, we'd love to get you back for sure. Uh, thanks very much, lads. Thanks very yeah, much. Yeah, man. And to all the fans watching, thanks for tuning in to this wonderful episode of Talk and Fight, the Friday night panel. We'll see you next year. <laughs> see you next year. <laughs> it's the truth. <laughs>